Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Before we dive into our boardwalk review, we need to give a shout out to the newest member of our Patreon, and that is Jen. Thank you so much for being a part of the Rope Drop Radio Patreon group. Uh, so exciting. We Doug, we have special content. We have extra episodes. Yeah. Welcome. I hope you're enjoying all the extra little shows and random little posts. Yep. So if you would like to be a member of our Patreon, it starts at $1 a month. Uh, We'd love to have you a part of our team because we're growing the show. We have a website and a blog and just keep wanting to move this show in the right direction. And we love your help with that. So it's in the show notes, Rope Drop Radio Patreon. Thank you so much, Jen, for joining us. And she will actually be on the show in October. Yes. So be I on the lookout so. for Jen's special. We're going to be talking yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary. How scary? Not, not so. Not so. But maybe. So I'll be there. We'll figure it out with uh, my kids if they get a yeah. little scared. You, you'll, yeah, they'll let you know if they're scared. I think the only thing Alden was ever scared of at a Halloween party was meeting Lotso at Not So Scary. Mm, that might Lotso be one. Not so. Yeah, Alden was like three, and he uh, asked when he met Lotso the first time, Right after seeing Toy Story 3. I think he was four. So old enough to understand bad guys. He's like, why do I want to go hug this bad guy? And he asked, what would happen if I kick him? And we're like, don't kick. Don't, don't yeah, kick Don't Lotso. get kicked out. He's like, but I want to kick him. No, you don't kick Lotso. So that was a that was a fun conversation. So hopefully you don't have to have that one. There. I hope not. We'll see. You'll hear more about <laughs> that in a couple weeks on my trip report. But for tonight's episode, we are talking about the Boardwalk in Resort. Doug, it's been a little while since we've uh, went and did a resort review. We felt mm-hmm. like this was the next one on the list. Yes. It's a popular one. Everybody loves the Epcot Area Resorts. Derek, tell me, point me in the direction of someone that doesn't love the Epcot Area Resorts. I agree. They're beautiful. Strategically yes. placed, but like right by Epcot, you can walk there five, ten mm-hmm. minutes. You can walk to Hollywood Studios. 10, or 15 take, minutes? Yeah, or take the friendship boat to either it's, park. It's great. One of the things about deluxes that separates them from all the others is location, location, location. And the Epcot Resorts, they got the location. Boardwalk Inn is fabulous. So that's one of the reasons it's so popular. So let's dive into it, shall we? Yes, this is a deluxe resort, like you said. So it's a little bit more pricey. It opened July 1st, 1996. So been around for 22 years, Doug. So it's shown a little bit of age. It's recently had a room refurb, a hard and soft refurbishment. So Does it have USB cords? There were some. They They were the type that are in like, the That's, the electronics that are added, like in the lamp or in the clock. So they weren't nothing. the most powerful. 
they didn't charge the extra fast ones. Like the ones that you had over at Coronado after that room refurb or the ones at Pop Century, like those are good chargers. These are like the, yeah, we're experimenting with this a few years ago. So, yes, they exist. Good. You would survive, Derek. So there you go. Check number one in the positive column for Derek Sassman. Perfect. Now I know I can stay there. Uh, this is an Atlantic City, Ocean City type resort. Kind of gives that uh, early 90s boardwalk feel to it. Definitely. 1900. 1900. What did I say? 90s. Like, I meant you know, 1900s. Yes. 1900. Turn of the century-ish. So you have like a lot of art decoration in the way of carousels and that sort of stuff. Yeah. The whole boardwalk vibe just like the name would say does not disappoint the kids thought it was kind of like weird but you know they have these chairs throughout the whole resort where it's like a goofy looking child made into a chair and the face was different the arms were different on probably each one or like every fifth one and so the kids we'd be walking down this insanely long hallway which we'll get to later and they'll sit in it, and they would make the weird face that the chair was making. So that was part of the theme. It's all throughout, that is for sure. Yeah, you've stayed there. I have not. Yes, we've So this will be more twice. on you, and, and I've, I've been there a few times, so really want to stay there. But So we, it's good enough that we went back. You know, I'll good. say that right off the, the top. There's a couple resorts we're not going back to. So good enough we went back. The location is fabulous. We stayed there so we could walk to the opening of Toy Story Land, and that worked out great for that. But the theme is great. All right, let's talk about the layout. Being right there, there's a few other resorts around the way. Uh, it's one of the smaller okay. deluxe resorts, if I'm right, 378 regular rooms, 383 villas in the DVC. Yeah, that is on the smaller side these days. So, because, uh, like, Grand Floridian's gotten massive addition, yep. and Bay Lake Tower is Contemporary a is now, but, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's it's on par with what's around Crescent Lake over there by Epcot. Mm -hmm. And so as you go into the lobby, to the right is the boardwalk inn. To the left is the boardwalk villas. So to the inside are all your regular rooms. Uh, to the That's to the right. To the left is all your DVC villas, your studios, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, grand villas, that sort of thing. So we were in the inn, which is the regular room. So we went off to the right. And some of these hallways, I'm just going to say, are long. Not Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House long, though. We were at the tail end of that, and I think we were just around 100 steps shorter once we learned the shortcut. We had to have one of the bellhops tell us how to get from the lobby to our room faster. Uh, there was a long way. We went that way for like a day and a half before we found the short way, which required us to go outside. So... If you look at a map of it, this makes for great radio. Look at a map. On the inside, there's like a separate building kind of by itself. So we had to go all the way down this long hallway by the convention center, then back outside, then into another building with like eight rooms on each floor. And we were in that, and we were in the last room. Oh, the McKnight last room. Again, yep. Derek. Again, Every so time. The, the main message here is don't ever stay in a room with us or you will be as far from the lobby. You know what? You know what? When we were at Coronado, Coronado, same thing. You're right. Would we have been further? I don't know. I don't actually think so. We were we close to the bus stop then. You know, the Before bus stop from the that lobby. was the furthest from the lobby. So You're right. That is a McKnight curse. Don't 
don't stay with us folks there you go we don't travel well with others either so you know it's but it was like this weird little building it's like disney went hey there's this green space we're gonna need to fill that in and make money with it so they built some rooms that sounds like something disney would do yep and because this was like the annex i compared it to the office the, the tv show the office how they added the annex and you know people were in the annex so we were staying in the annex i said that to a cast member and they laughed and uh Samantha always gets our ice, sometimes Alden, but mostly Samantha. The ice, you had to go outside and then back inside to get to the ice maker. It could melt by then in that Florida heat. Yeah, yeah. So, And you could get rained on and all kinds of fun stuff. So Samantha was our ice person. She wanted to make sure I said that, that you had to go outside, back inside to get your ice. Now, overall layout, though, it's like two horseshoes, kind of, with little wings. It's it's big. It's a big resort. It's spread out, but very nice. Uh, you kind of because of the boardwalk on the one side, which we'll get to later. There's only one access point from the boardwalk side. So if you're walking back from Epcot and say you're like us and have a room as far from the lobby as you can towards Epcot, you can't go in or out a door over there. Like Beach Club, there's other doors that if you're close to Epcot, you can come in and out. Other resorts have multiple doors. Boardwalk only has the one, and it's located at the lobby area. So there you go. That's that's the layout. I've heard that it's kind of frustrating walking around and trying to get in and find it sometimes from the boardwalk side. I've, I've heard yeah. that from other people. A lot of people walk through and then back in the front of the boardwalk because they miss it. It's quite hilarious. All right, real quick, let's talk about rooms because that is a question we always get. These are a little bit better sized rooms than what you get at any of the uh, kind of pop and, and smaller. Oh, these definitely. are nicer. Yeah. Uh, definitely you are, do you feel like you're getting what you paid for in these rooms? Yeah, it's a fairly straightforward, standard, deluxe room, similar to Yacht and Beach Club for sure. Bigger than Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom because it does sleep five. It does have two queens in a day bed, unless, of course, it has a king in a day bed. That's something you have to request, though. So we had the day bed. We were on a corner because we were, you know, the end of the building. And so we had an extra window, which we think shifted our TV off to the side, which made it a little awkward. But not as much counter space um, as some of the other rooms we've stayed in. That was one thing we noticed. Not quite as good there, but overall good. A nice big bathroom. No complaints there. You know, the the room is nice. Recently redone, so it's kind of in line with what you see linens-wise with all the other deluxes. Nothing real out of the ordinary, but very nice inside. It had that old-timey feel like I was at my grandma's. So the kids were like, look at these antique lamps. Like, mm-hmm. Not sure from that. the 1990s, but from the 1900s. Uh-huh. The Coney Island feel to it. Yeah, definitely had that. There are some, in the inn part, there's some special suites called garden suites. They're two stories. Those you have to go outside to get to. That's how we found our shortcut went past those. They have like, you have like a yard and your own rose garden. Ooh, nice. In these garden suites. And they had little mailboxes. And my kids kept wanting to put something in people's mailboxes. And we're like, no, leave their mailbox alone. I don't know what Alden wanted to put in there. Probably catch a lizard, stick it in there for him. I don't know. There was lizards everywhere. Good to know. If you like lizards or don't like lizards, this resort may or may not be for you. Uh, you Let's dive into the recreation. Everyone knows rooms are rooms, 
but literally dive in because I think one of the coolest, most unique and scariest part of this resort is the pool. The pool itself is pretty nice. It's not a zero entry pool. We had to go down steps to get into it. I think that's worth noting. It hasn't had a big overhaul yet. It's probably next on the list of deluxe resorts to get that. Most of the deluxe resorts have had a shutdown of nine months or a year mm -hmm. for their main pool and gotten that zero depth added. This one has not, so that's one thing to be on the lookout for. They do have some quiet pools on property, which we could see out from our balcony, we, or not balcony, our patio. We were on the first floor. We could have walked out to the quiet pool, which I'm going to be honest, not so quiet. So don't worry about going there and getting shushed like you're in a library. But this pool, let's get back to it here. It's called the Luna Pool. Mm -hmm. It's theming is great. There's a the snack bar or counter service restaurant there has several sandwiches, lots of beer on tap, great drinks. It looks like a carousel. I mean, over-the-top yep. theming. It's really great theme. On. The slide looks like an old wooden roller coaster. Yep. Like, the way it is, it's beautiful. However, at the end of the slide, you come out of a clown mouth. And it's, I love it. It's it not small either. I mean, it's a really big It clown is a clown that, you that can nightmares see from like, made up. You can see it from your, as you're... Yeah. Right by. the boat. Yep. You can be in the boat going to Hollywood Studios and you can see this clown mouth. It is the thing nightmares are made so, out of. So if you love the movie It, this resort might be perfect for you. If you were scared of the movie, I would recommend staying elsewhere. The slide is great. I went down it a couple times. 200 feet long, which is uh, decent for a deluxe resort. Definitely longer than what you get at the moderates. It's one of the things you get by staying deluxe is you get a you get a legitimate slide. It was fun. Sam and Alden did it a ton. Claire did it once, said she wasn't going back near the clown, and she just played in the shallow water. But it's a nice big pool. We were there over 4th of July, or leading up to 4th of July, and the pool, we didn't feel like we were just standing in kid soup. We were there in the middle of the afternoon during our break for the day, and it was great. We didn't feel crowded at all. We were able to find a... a you know, a chair to that one, one thing, pool etiquette, people, if you leave, take all your towels off of the chair. So we know if they're available, come on. It's frustrating to just watch towels sit on a chair that you really wanted and nobody ever come to it in the course of two hours. I'm but sure none of our listeners ever do that. Those are other it, people. They better not. Rope droppers would never do that. Nope. That's rope that's droppers. Never go back podcast. to that. <laughs> never go back to the hotel sometimes. Well, rope drop to nap time, Derek. Yes, that's, that's your rule, not not mine when we do and it. Sometimes nap time is pool time, depending on how you're feeling and the weather. So the pool was great. It, it was big. There's one whole area we didn't even go to in the pool. If you ever have a chance and you're on the friendship boat, definitely look out for it. You can't miss it, but I do really love the theme. It's 1920s oh, carnival. Yeah. Phenomenal. And you know what's funny is you bring up that they haven't had a refurbishment in a while. And I kind of think that adds to it a little bit because if you ever go to like the Coney Island type places, everything needs a little bit of paint. Yeah. 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 Old, it's old great. carnival needs paint. I, see, in the slide, I mean, it, there's people that think it's a roller coaster from the boat and from oh, across yeah. the way. I can see that. They, they think there's a little roller coaster over there for the resort. And one quick tip if you're staying in the inn side, you walk to the lobby, 
you go down out the back door there and shoot right through the pool area and you take a left over to Hollywood Studios. You don't need to go out to the boardwalk and walk all the way around. You cut through the pool area to get to Hollywood Studios. That's, That's right. the fast way. Now, if you're on the villa side, you can escape out of doors that are closer to Hollywood Studios. But on the Epcot side, no such luck. They're locked down tight because they don't want people wandering in from the boardwalk, which I will get to that in a minute. Well, okay. Sounds good. Uh, a couple other things real quick to mention. They do have a jogging trail and they do have bike rentals, which I think is neat yeah. if you want to just take a stroll. I don't know if I want to bike while I'm on vacation, no, but it, especially in the heat, but I have seen bikes. it. It is. It's yeah, the big the old school bike. family bikes. I think it's that's heavy. really neat. Hard to steer. It's, and there's a hill over a couple bridges. Yeah, when there you're, is. You're right. Around Crescent Lake. You know, I think those bikes would be amazing. If you could rent it at like Boardwalk Beach Yacht and return it at Hollywood Studios. Oh, that would be wonderful. I, I love we that We would idea. have done it, I don't know how many or if they, times. they had rickshaws taking you back and forth. That's one thing I'm surprised that we don't see Disney allowing like a third-party rickshaw company out there to just, do that. I think it would take over. Too much, too many of them. It'd be like Sidewalk New York taxis. It's quite long enough between no. Hollywood Studios. Or wide enough. It's long enough. Not wide enough. Yeah, I agree. And you can just walk around over to Yacht Beach, which is like a five-minute walk. I mean, it is right there, and mm-hmm. do the boat rentals. All that sort of stuff is available. All right, let's dive into the some of the most important things when thinking about a resort, and that's, of course, shopping and dining. And this uh, has definitely a ton of each, Definitely, and you've been to a few. Doug, let's dive in. All right, let's start with what's in the lobby going to be honest, not much. It's just your basic sundries and a few little things. It's minimal. It's like it reminds me of some of the gift shops on the cruise ship, like the one in the adult-only area that's like, what do we do with this 10-foot by 10-foot space? I know. We sell stuff. Is literally like – What do we do with this broom closet? Got the shoehorn, and they put stuff in there to sell one poor cast member that's stuck in there. It's really neat, though. They have, like, stained glass windows around it and Mm -hmm. things. And that one is called the Dundry Sundries. Okay. Yeah. Everything else that you want to get to and do, you have to go outside from the lobby to the On the boardwalk, which is really cool, especially at night. Except you have to go outside. In the heat, yes. Raining. Raining. one of the negatives here of the boardwalk is there's you can't stay inside. And there so their shops are to the left basically. One shop that's very unique to this area is the Wineland Galleries. So the artist does a lot of the marine life type paintings. I know the Norwegian ships I have, have two a of lot his of paintings. And he has a huge gallery there. Yep. And while we were there, he was signing autographs. The line was not too insane. Well, wow, my, my mom was a big collector. She would have freaked out oh, if she would have known that. I should have taken the stalkery type picture. You know, the dude mm-hmm. that doesn't stand in the line to meet him, but will walk up to the side and take a picture of someone else meeting them. Yep, I you could have done, done it. That. Yeah, sorry, Derek. But he was there signing over the 4th of July. I think he was there on like the 2nd or 3rd doing that. And then all the other stores are all bang, bang, bang in a row. They all connect. They Three different names on the store, but let's be honest, there's just – one big massive store so they got all your it's a big store it's better than your average hotel gift shop because it's also servicing the boardwalk so a lot of 
regular Disney merchandise on sale. Plus, you get your uh, one area, you have your confectionery counter and your snacks and that sort of stuff in that gift shop area to the left. So that's where you find your snacks, your Disney t-shirts, your boardwalk keychains, all those fun things. I'd tell you the names, but let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, it's like screen door general store. It's it's your Disney gear, definitely. Okay, I gotta tell you the names now. Disney character carnival. They just Ooh. went out of their way to name that, didn't carnival. they? Carnival. Yes, they did. Yeah. I like it. It is. So that's the stores dining though. Darren. Dining. There's a lot. That's what I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Let's lo- start with counter service. Okay. It's not really a true counter service in all of the Epcot area resorts. One of the big problems for Yacht Beach and Boardwalk. There's no way you can go and sit down and really eat a counter service meal. You can go into Epcot. That's a little ways away when you're hungry and you're in your room. So they shoehorned. I use that word a lot, don't I? You do tonight. Some food into the Boardwalk Bakery. Now, the Boardwalk Bakery is fabulous for all of your baked goods and desserts. You and can breakfast. smell it from the it's, Friendship Boat. I, we, I'm going to be honest. We stopped there a couple nights. We got ourselves some cupcakes or yep. pastry. I, I mean, the kids got their pick of what they wanted. It was fantastic. However, also, I couldn't help but notice there was like a baked ziti on the, the menu that looked like it had been sitting there for about four hours under a heat lamp. Like two, I saw somebody order some. It was like, remind me of like cafeteria where they scoop it up and like plop it on your plate. So don't get the ziti. Got it. Basically, use your counter service meal somewhere else. It's just advisable. Same thing with what they have at the Beach Club Marketplace across the way. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult when you're back taking a break during the middle of the day and you need to eat lunch. So do plan accordingly. But the bakery is good itself. That's also where the refillable mugs are. So if you have a refillable mug and say you have a room like mine, you walk all the way back to the lobby for five minutes. Then you go outside to the boardwalk and walk halfway back towards your room to refill your mug. And a family of five, that means you're then doing the family of five mug carry a quarter mile back. Yep. That's You got to go outside. To That's get a little your, ridiculous for a deluxe resort. They, they really do need to just have a refill station somewhere inside. So I don't have to get wet when it is raining. All right. I'm done being negative, Derek. We're moving on. Okay. A few other restaurants we definitely want to hit All on. All right. Let's touch on Tatatoria Al Forno. Now that is pretty amazing. That's where the Rapunzel Ariel breakfast is. So With it's, the uh, only place you can meet Flynn Rider. Yeah. Yep. And Eric. So you get four characters. It's a high, like a nice breakfast. It's not scrambled eggs and sausage. It's fancy breakfast, and you order off a menu. It's like a fixed price, so you order, you know, whatever you want, but you get one of something. You pick it. I don't remember exactly what I had. It was like a breakfast calzone because it is an Italian restaurant. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Michelle got the steak and eggs. Uh, she enjoyed that. Alden also got the kids' version of steak and eggs. I think Claire and Samantha got the Rapunzel's Tower of Pancakes. But the characters are always great there. Uh, great interaction. We've done it a couple times. One time, Flynn and Rapunzel liked my Frying Pans Who Knew t-shirt. I really thought that was exciting. So that's probably the crown jewel of the dining, in my opinion, especially right now. I think so. And then, you know, there's the ESPN Club. 
only go there if you have to watch a game. That, and and actually, I have a couple friends of mine who uh, are big sports people, and like they've watched the Super Bowl. Like, a buddy of mine was went there to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, like, that's its only purpose. Yes. So if you, you need to catch a game. a game, that is one of the, and you're at like the studios or Epcot. That's a great place to go. Yeah. The other place you can go is the Big River Grill and Brewing Works. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's nothing different than like say a grill and brew restaurant in your hometown. I can think of five within a 20 mile radius of me that are. But this similar. one's on Disney property, Doug. But I have better places to eat when I'm on Disney property, Derek. Like I could go to the Tatatoria that we just talked about. Or there's Flying Fish Cafe, which is also there. So there's some other things. Now, one thing that stands out a little bit is Jelly Rolls. Now, Jelly Rolls is not a restaurant, but there is drinks. I think they have appetizers. Mm -hmm. It's been a few years since I've been there. But that is a piano bar. you got Dueling Pianos. Dueling Pianos, yep. There's a little bit of a cover to get in. Some nights it is crazy. Other nights, it's like a whole bunch of conventioners because I should mention the boardwalk does have a convention center. So does the yacht club. So and the Swan and Dolphin that are right there. Some nights the conventioners take over, which can be good and can be bad depending on the convention. But we've had a great time there uh, multiple times. Uh, that is the one place though we probably had the biggest issues with my food allergy. Speaking of last week's show with Larry, uh, it turns out like. Every type of vodka a couple years ago felt like they had to infuse mango. Oh, yeah, that mangoes were hot back then. And so, yeah, it was like three, four years ago. Like, mango was in everything. So I'm like, well, let's uh, let's look at rum. And they're like, well, we're not sure about this one and this one. So then I, like, I really don't want to pay for the most expensive rum Mm -hmm. to know it doesn't have mango. And they're like, oh, well, okay. (laughs) Like, they weren't understanding my complaint of like, you're just going to sell me the most expensive rum. No, it's not happening. But we found something. I was fine. It's called beer. That's where I had to go. They don't put mango in every beer yet. It turns No, out. some, I have seen some. some. There is another bar there that I've been wanting to do. It's the Abracadabra bar. Abracadabra. Yeah, that's a good one too. And it's, that's connected right to the restaurant with the characters. But the theme of there is magicians. Magic. And yeah. It's really cool. I've heard and, great uh, reviews, and so it's been on my my list of things. Adult only, maybe. You want something a little quieter? There's the Bellevue Lounge that's actually inside the boardwalk. We walk past it every time going to the lobby. That's the one place inside the actual resort, the Bellevue Lounge. And it's nice. It's a little quieter, a little more sophisticated, mm. if you will. Um, I think. Speaking Food-wise, of sophisticated, oh, there, oh, I was going to say there's oh, go the Atlantic Dance Hall. So yeah, people that, who want to go dancing, but you have to be 21. has different activities going on. Like, I don't know that that's where they do all the like college football awards. Not the Heisman, but all the others they do at the Atlantic Dance Hall. Yep. They host events like that, so that's pretty cool. Um, not always dancing, so check the schedule, but you definitely can. A couple other things that I have to point out. It's my favorite dining experience at the boardwalk there. Any guesses? I haven't mentioned it yet. No, is it the uh, the pizza place? Oh, pizza. the pizza window. No, no, no. The pizza window. Yeah, I was going to say I that. Thought, there's always that. a line for the pizza window, and I always – I like just go get it, a cupcake. Uh, oh, yeah, because pizza is bad everywhere on property. Really bad. Uh, oh, um, is it the ice cream place? 
Yes. Ah, the uh, the creamery. Ample Hills Creamery. Now, this is an ice cream place that's out of New York City. It's a chain now that started in Manhattan or Brooklyn, and they opened up about a year ago, year and a half ago, and it is good. There is one flavor that's specific to that location. Each location for Ample Hills has its own flavor, and this one is an orange um, chocolate shells, so it has chocolate seashells in it with orange sherbet and sea salt and it's like themed to the boardwalk like you're on the boardwalk so it's something seashells all the names are creative the kids love it that's the highlight it does not take the dining plan good that's how good it is. yeah so you're gonna... so i will drink your mango rum you can have my creamery yes absolutely every day of the week Derek. the ample hills is the crown jewel of dining on the boardwalk and Michelle's crown jewel is the margarita stand. I think it's called like Joe's Margaritas or something oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, that's right on the boardwalk. Yeah, on the boardwalk. Yep. There's a couple. There's like a hot dog and a pretzel place, and then there's a margarita place. Those also not on the dining plan. Uh, but on the boardwalk, so you get your watermelon margarita. You take it back to your room like she did multiple times. Not going to say how many. Or you can stand there. They have like jugglers, guys on stilts yep. doing things. There's always some sort of street, street performers on the boardwalk. And then, of course, you got your every Disney resort does movies every night. Well, they kind of they have this grassy courtyard area just outside the lobby, which is on the boardwalk side. So they have the movie right there. So you get a lot of people from the boardwalk kind of watching the movie, strolling along with their margarita, eating their pretzel, eating their ample hills. It's kind of a fun vibe. Yep. And then you stumble on over to Jelly Rolls and stumble back out at 2 a.m. Perfect. Not saying that. And then no, the next you've one. never done that. Not, only twice. Well, finally, I mean, it's it's amazing little area. And if you're doing a long trip, I think uh, it's definitely perfect. Uh, if you want to take a break from the parks, uh -huh. I think that's good. such a great place to go. Good adult-only place too Ooh, like, we could talk about that in our, take, like honeymoons and stuff like yeah, that you can't take kids into jelly rolls and just so people know jelly rolls is named after jelly roll morton who invented jazz wow that's a bonus thing on the show yeah. we learned yeah. something a little nugget for you guys like let's uh let's finish off with our favorite part of any resort review that's transportation really our favorite derek because it it's is. a deluxe resort, which means transportation is not as good. Depending on where you're going. Depending on the where you're going. The best transportation on any Disney property, any resort, is your own feet. So you can walk to Epcot 5 to 10 minutes, depending on where your room Studios, is. Studios, 10, 10, 15, 15 minutes. Depending on where your feet are, or your room is. And yeah, your pace, too. And say you're tired of walking when you leave the resort. Hop on the boat, the friendship boat that you mentioned earlier, Derek. Goes makes a loop from Hollywood Studios, then it goes to Swan Dolphin, it goes to Boardwalk and Beach Club, I yep. think in that order, and then Epcot, and then back. So when they're real busy, they're running lots of boats. They are not, they are, but they're not. They're air conditioning. So the guys driving the boats are used to the heat and humidity of Florida, so they don't always turn on the air conditioner. I just always thought they didn't have air conditioning. Kent actually pointed out to me that they have it. They just don't turn it on. Ooh, didn't know that. It was 
felt cool, uh, it, but I was in February last time I was on. February, I'll be in there. I'll be in a, in a couple weeks or next week. I will be on the friendship boat, and I will let you know. I will text you. We'll bring it up on our trip report. It, it gets stuffy. We usually would hop off at Swan and Dolphin if we were coming back from Hollywood Studios and do the five minute walk from the Swan and Dolphin over to the boardwalk. Then you go Swan Dolphin Beach, then boardwalk. So we beat the boat every time, and then we weren't in the stuffy boat anymore. Okay. So good tip. And the buses, the bus stop is quite a ways from the front door, and just like every other deluxe resort, slower than expected. And we had an incident where people got off at the wrong place. They were mad at the bus driver because they pulled up at Hollywood Studios and they didn't get off. And they're yelling at the bus driver. Like they thought the bus was supposed to take them to the Swan and Dolphin. Oh. So then we got on with the 20 angry people because they're missing their dining reservation. And then our bus went to Swan and Dolphin. We hopped off because we were going to walk because it takes longer to drive around the whole thing. They stayed on the bus thinking we'll get off. At, we need to go to the next one. And the guy was like, no, this is the only one. They're like, no, this isn't where we need to go. No idea how that ended, but hopefully police weren't involved. It was That's a good story. <laughs> Just need to know the ending. I don't know the ending. We got off and ran away. Smart move. Smart move. Yeah, I've You're seen I've stopped. seen a lot of cluster, especially uh, late at night or if you're waiting a while for a resort. I've seen a lot of things when it comes they to thought buses. The bus just was like a bus around, like, they could have walked from the boardwalk to Swan and Dolphin faster than they just stood and waited for the bus yep. in the first place. That's the great thing about this area. Everything's so close. And you know what else is going to be there for transportation is the gondola system is not going to be too far. So five-minute walk to the gondola. Yeah, at Epcot. Yep. Yeah. I still think with the gondolas, you're going to be able to walk to Hollywood Studios a thousand times oh, faster. Oh, I, than- I agree, but it's like a bonus It will be ride. fun. It will be a ride. Yeah. And the, really the best transportation we took there was Uber because so many Uber and minivan and Lyft drivers hang out in that Epcot resort area. Yes, they so do. So we were getting picked up. There's a gas station right across from the boardwalk. We yep. were getting picked up in, you know, 30 seconds one time, two minutes, which is super fast for the area. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So Uber oh. – we so, Ubered to Hollywood Studios just because it was raining one time. It was only $6. That's, uh, I don't know if that's smart or lazy or a mix of both. Okay. Well, I mean, in the end, this resort is so perfect if you are thinking about doing a lot of Hollywood Studios or Epcot. And something's happening in 2019. I can't put my uh, finger on it, especially the end of 2019. Uh, uh, late. Late. The Star Trek Wars, no, oh, yeah, Star Wars, Falcon, Edge, uh, whatever it is, something big is happening, and these resorts, not just Boardwalk, but any of them are just going to be booked full, packed Uh from 2019 on to 2025. Get a hold of Michelle now to book your December... 2019 Epcot Resort because it's, it's $200 to there's just already place a, a hold. There's already a week somewhere in there where Michelle is having trouble finding availability. Like standard rooms are gone already. Um, but there's not many of those to begin with. So yeah, it's, it's real. It's happening. It's exciting. Do we know roughly when for people who are going to start booking, who are listening to this episode, when to start uh, contacting Michelle? Contact now. And uh, we'll direct you to the right week that we may be down there 
We're still ironing out some details, but we'll be down there possibly the first week of December. And let's just hope that that is not the week before it opens. Because I heard I heard a rumor today that it could be like December twentieth. And it'd be like really right there before Christmas. That would Yeah. That would be the worst thing Disney could do. That would be very Scrooge-like. It would be. Well, it's going to be perfect no matter what because then you could walk to Hollywood Studios and camp out with people starting at 5 p.m. the night before uh, for Star Wars because that's what craziness will be. But I think there's been a pretty good review for the boardwalk. Did we miss anything, Doug? No, it was a good resort. We, uh, you know, we had our ups and downs with it. Samantha, not a fan because she had to go outside and get ice. But we did get ample hills, so that helps balance it out. It does. And if you love clowns, this is the perfect resort for you. Yes, it's frightening, but true. All right. Well, if you are thinking about booking at any one of these locations, whether it be for Star Wars or you just want to stay at the boardwalk, we highly recommend using Michelle McKnight. Her email is in the show notes. And this week, Doug, you're going to be posting pictures on social media mm-hmm. of some boardwalk stuff. And then also, yeah. while this show airs, I will be traveling down to Walt Disney World. So you'll be seeing a lot of posts from our trip. And then here in two weeks, you'll hear my trip report. Looking forward to it. Almost on vacation time now, but we had to record a couple episodes. That's right. Almost there, Derek. I can't almost. wait. But we are not staying at the boardwalk. Maybe next time. There you go. All right, well, that is all the time that we have for Doug McKnight. I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.